0: Becca.
1: And this is Ryan.
0: And welcome to Creepology. Hey, Becca. Hey, Ryan. How's it going? How are you? I'm good. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs>
1: um, I'll be honest. I've been better. So I'm recording in the closet. We've been over this old news at this point. Yeah, it's old news. But We, um, Joseph and I were hanging out in, just, like, out in the spare bedroom, which is connected to this closet the other night, and the cats just start chirping at the ceiling. Like, we look over at them, and we see them. They're, like, looking up and chirping. So we look up. I probably Snapchatted you. And there's a giant roach just (gasps) crawling across the ceiling. Easily the size of my thumb. Probably bigger. Ew. And so now, like, if you see me you just start freaking out and, like, bailing, it's because one crawled out of something in the closet. Um. So, high-stress environment. That's disgusting. It's apparently a southern thing. Ever since I moved down here, people are like, oh, yeah, they just kind of crawl out of drains and, like, get into your house and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, fix it. And um, then all the apartment complexes are like, there's really nothing we can do. And I'm like, well, great. <laughs>
0: that's disgusting
1: they're horrible and of course i saw a video this one time of it was like a roach crawling and someone squished it and a big like tapeworm crawled out of it <gasps> so now i'm super paranoid the cats are gonna get one and they're gonna get like worms or some shit so it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Oh
0: my god, that's, I'm sorry. That's the,
1: that's the spooky thing we're talking about, folks. This episode, cockroaches. <laughs> what the, in the fuck?
0: S- living in the South just sounds so scary. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it's not even hurricane season yet. That's no. that's coming up.
0: Oh my god, I know. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm coming to you all live from my childhood bedroom, which has been an adventure. Um, Haunted
1: house? Anything like that? Um, other than the ghosts of your past?
0: My... <laughs> Uh yikes, but no. My my sister and I actually do suspect that this house is haunted. Um I was talking to my parents about it at dinner, like right before we started recording, and my mom's like, Oh no, we're not haunted. And I'm like, Well, my sister and I have like heard some stuff, so maybe. Um You're not
1: haunted. We are haunted. I know.
0: I am haunted. You may not have the same experience, but I do. No, I mean we live in the woods, um, like kind of in the sticks, so There's a possibility that they're critters and it's not an actual ghost, but I mean, that's less fun. That's less fun. I know. Um, But yeah, no, my my sister and I have joked about this house being haunted for a long time. um, So I'll have to keep my ears peeled in case I hear anything. But I know I'm here in my hometown right before we were going on our vacation. Actually, we're going to North Carolina, um, but we're going to a different, very different part of North Carolina. Um,
1: Sick bite. Just kidding! I'll be gone. Yeah,
0: but. right. I mean, it's, it's it's a family trip, um, but I mean, uh, your family loves me. I don't actually. They know. do actually. No, my <laughs> when when I was like, hey guys, like I'm gonna start doing a show with Ryan. They were like, oh, we remember Ryan, like in like a good way. So, um.
1: Oh, good. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, him. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> no, no. They were they were excited, um. But yeah, so this week I'm gonna be coming at you from my hometown, and the next week. I'm going to be coming at you from North Carolina, even though we're not going to be in the same city, which is funny. Um,
1: Do we want to like preview the next episode? Drop a little teaser like we're going to have a very special guest. We
0: are going to have probably my favorite guest I could ever think of on the show. I'm super excited about it. He is super excited about it. Like he sent me notes. That he's been like taking oh on my it. God. it, you guys, you're you're all just gonna you're all just gonna die. Like this is gonna be the cutest episode ever. Um, so just like keep your ears peeled for it. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, he's very excited. I think he's gonna be a little nervous. Um, but I mean, it, it is to be expected. But um, it'll that'll be super fun. So everybody look out for it. But we thought that it would be fun this week to try um a little mini sode where um you know we've just been getting a lot of comments about how much people just like hearing ryan and i talk um so that's what we're gonna do today <laughs> we're just gonna talk uh,
1: get this joe we had a couple friends over the other day and joseph was like did you all know ryan has a podcast and they were all like <laughs> no what and he was like he has such a great podcasting voice and i'm like shut up you're so <laughs> stupid
0: like oh my god what are you talking (laughs) about (laughs) exactly
1: i hate my voice so doing this whole thing has been a journey for me
0: it's fine it's like we talk about at work it's like an exposure because exposure therapy is helpful when you have anxiety
1: (laughs) i honestly though because now it's like i'll go through doing the editing or whatever and it's just like i'm so numb to it at this point it's like yep that's me yeah (laughs) and that's becca like this is how we talk
0: yeah that's funny oh my gosh um, no, I had to get used to hearing myself talk because we have to do recordings for therapy, um, which I mean, to begin with, that's stressful. But yeah, so like we were talking about before, um, we're just going to we're just going to chat about some stuff. We have some questions of the day and we have some general topics. Um, please give us feedback if this is not your favorite thing um, or just don't listen and just wait for another scripted episode. Um, or tell but, us if
1: it is your favorite thing. Yeah, in fact i'd love to hear that
0: (laughs) i would too i would love to hear it you just like us just being friends and talking (laughs) but um so our first question of the day comes from a fan request and it is um cheese it's or goldfish so what are your favorites i have my thoughts ryan i'm interested to hear yours
1: in typical gemini fashion i'm going to say both but there's specific circumstances for each like if i just want like a casual around the house snack i'm going to say cheese it but if i'm like in the car or it's like i'm at the pool and it's hot outside i'm going goldfish specifically the rainbow goldfish they're the exact same as the normal ones but the rainbow ones for some reason taste better in my mind
0: um, I'm gonna have to wholeheartedly disagree with most of what you just said because I am not a what? I'm not a Cheez It gal. I'm really I'm not. I don't Oh I
1: love Cheez Its. I
0: only like the white cheddar or the like the spicy jalapeno. Those are the only Cheez Its I like. And even that then, was gonna
1: be my follow up question is like what are your what's your go to flavor of each?
0: Well, so Cheez Its are not my favorite. Um like I said, I'll okay. I'll only eat them if it's like like my boyfriend really loves the white cheddar one. So he'll have them around and I'll, I'll like put it like, I'll, I'll have a handful. Um, but I'm, I'm an, I love ch- I love goldfish. They're my favorite snack. Like of all time. They're my favorite snack. Um,
1: I heard they smile back.
0: They do. Only 70% of them do.
1: <laughs> oh, is that a thing? Yeah. It's
0: okay. So backstory. Um, when I was in college, I took, I, I took like an environment. This is fun. Took, this yeah. is the conspiracy. I yeah. want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. So when I when I was in college, I took an environmental ethics class. So, for this project, we had to pick something that we use in our everyday life and we had to trace it all the way back to our like our root, like the roots of it and also investigating if they were using any kind of unfair or slave labor. And because I love goldfish so much, I was like, okay, I'm going to research Pepperidge Farm and I'm going to research like how goldfish crackers are made. Um, you know, just so everybody knows, like Pepperidge Farm is a great company. They use like locally sourced products, like all of their employees are treated very well. I mean, from from what I understood from my articles,
1: I am so relieved to hear you say that because Pepperidge Farm makes some banging snacks outside of just right. goldfish, like the Milano's cookies. Yeah. Literally like what fantastic. I was thinking of.
0: <laughs> right. Or like they're the pirouettes. Like, those are also delicious. They do
1: the little cracker sandwiches, too, that have, like, the cheese and stuff in them, which I love mm-hmm.
0: those. Yeah. Yeah. So Pepperidge, Pepperidge Farm seems to be a pretty ethical company. Um, and, you know, they they use, like, locally source, like sourced products and, like, all that stuff. So when I was researching how goldfish are made, I found out that only about 70% of every goldfish cracker has a smile on it. So it's not the snack that always smiles back. It's the snack that smiles back only 70% of the time.
1: That's most of the time. I'll take it. it, Do they not have mouths or is it just kind of like a meh, like just a a line?
0: There's nothing. It's just like the shape of the fish. Like there's no face. There's no smile.
1: Like now that you're saying that, I remember I haven't even thought twice about it, but I remember that like I'm remembering seeing some that don't have the smile crazy.
0: Yeah, no, they're it's not all of them smile back. So, and and that's for every, that's for like the flavor explosions, which underrated flavor also fantastic. Um I also love the I love the baby goldfish, like the ones that are made for like little kids to eat. I've never um, seen those. I, they're so they're so good. We um we had to buy them for like my cousins when when they were born and they were getting into like being able to eat snacks and stuff. And I don't know, they just, they, they also taste good and they're so little and cute.
1: Oh, all right. It's been another night, folks. Like everything of mine is breaking, but we're
0: right. All of, all of Ryan's technology is just like rejecting him.
1: I'm used to it at this point. Um, (laughs)
0: Okay, so that was that was one question. Good discussion. Let us know if you have a feeling about Cheez-Its versus Goldfish Crackers. Um, another question that randomly came up in conversation today. Um, I was with my dad, and we started talking about the Shrek movies. And we were talking about which of the Shrek movies is the best. And I believe Ryan has some very strong thoughts about it's it. It's
1: the second one. And if you think otherwise, I just simply won't speak to you or have you in my life. Because... The fairy godmother singing, I need a hero, while a giant gingerbread man attacks the castle. (laughs) There has been no equivalent scene that had such a cultural impact in any movie. I'm getting emotional right now, just remembering it. (laughs) Insane. And then when Pinocchio dives down into the little prison cell thing and they're like just tell a lie like you're wearing women's underwear and he's like I'm wearing women's underwear and his nose doesn't grow and they look and he's wearing a thong. <laughs> are you kidding me? Genius.
0: But well, so I do have to say those movies are just like genius writing to begin with. Um like first of all, watching those movies as an adult why are kids allowed to watch those movies? Like I don't. Some of the jokes, like a smart kid is going to learn a lot of stuff. Well, from they the Shrek
1: they movies. like arrest Puss in Boots and they find catnip on him. They hold it up. It's in like a little dime bag. Right. And he's like, right, I'm holding right. it for a friend. Like, are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love uh, I love so... the second Shrek movie.
0: Well, the second Shrek movie is wonderful because Far, Far Away is amazing. It's like the parody of like Hollywood. And there's like the there's like the people that are like on the street, like trying to sell like maps to see the princesses and like all this stuff. But okay, even like the third one, Justin Timberlake is in that. So like I know Justin Timberlake has like gotten a lot of heat recently, but at the time. Oh,
1: we should say for the record, Free Britney.
0: Free Britney. Like we will do an entire episode on that. Like on what's going on with her? Yes, because it's it's disgusting. Like what but, is happening? To but her. we at
1: Creepology firmly stand with pre Britney. Anyway,
0: yes, yes, Britney should be in control of her own life, and if anybody disagrees, I'm not even gonna fight with you on it because you're just wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean the the third one's great. The fourth one is also great because it's like what would happen if Shrek was never born, and it, like it's. I mean, Rumpelstiltskin is an awful character, but I mean, he's the villain, so he's supposed to be mean. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all they're all so good. Cameron Diaz's best
1: role, which is crazy because she plays an animated ogre or she's the voice of it. But like, right. I could not imagine anyone else doing the voice of that. Like,
0: no. It, or like Mike Myers playing Shrek. Like, amazing.
1: It just fits the whole thing.
0: Eddie, Eddie Murphy as Donkey. Amazing. Yes. Like, you can't. Antonio they, they Banderas. No- <laughs> And <laughs> Zorro playing Puss in Boots. Who is Zorro? Like, what are we doing? Like, what oh. happened? He was he was such a good addition of a character. Yes. Like, I mean, also like, who is it? Like John Cleves, the guy from like um, what's his what's that? Uh, Monty Python being the king. It's and then it's pretty star
1: studded. Like,
0: yeah, Julie Andrews being she, the queen. She's the queen. Yeah. Like, like what? It's crazy. Like, can you imagine being in that pitching room? Like, all right, so here's your next role. You're going to play a cartoon. You're going to play the cartoon embodiment of the prince that turns, or the frog that turns into a prince. And your wife is Julie Andrews. I
1: just feel like with the Shrek movies, though, it's just like, yeah, I know this is going to be pretty low effort. So sure, why not take the check? Like...
0: (laughs) I mean, but those movies are iconic,
1: all of them. Right, but that's, like, that's attributed, I would say it more attributed to the writers than some of the less main character voice actors. You know, like, Julie Andrews did not have that many lines.
0: No, but Julie Andrews is, like, probably the biggest star of all of them in those movies, and, I mean.
1: No, 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 Fairy Godmother in the second one is the star of that movie.
0: Well, no, she is the star. I'm saying the voice actor, though, like the voice actress, Julie Andrews, oh, yes, probably yes, yes. the most famous. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, but so we are definitely pro Shrek. We are also pro Free Britney on the show. Um, if anybody would like to talk about Shrek, let us know. We can talk about it all day. <laughs> um, but yeah, OK, so I think we're we both agree that Shrek 2 is the best out of the franchise. Have you seen all four of them?
1: I'm trying to remember. I've definitely seen the first and second ones a bunch of times. I think I've seen the third one once. I actually don't think I've seen the fourth one. And I've heard rumor mill, conspiracy, they're making a fifth. What? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's going to be another
0: <gasps> That would be amazing. Oh, you know what we're forgetting from Shrek 2? What? The fact that they animated and voice recorded a, like like a like a far far away's got talent
1: oh with simon simon
0: with cowell. simon cowell. cowell cowell like what
1: which was the also fact that they took the, i forgot about the that. fact
0: i know the fact that they took the time to animate that and voice record that is just incredible like all around amazing um Okay, so we should probably start like talking about some like some spooky stuff. Yes. If you guys are still around, I promise that uh I promise we're eventually gonna start talking about some scary stuff, but I mean it's just Ryan has some very um like serious feelings about the fairy godmother, so I have a lot of opinions about about my cheesy
1: snacks and I have a lot of opinions about Shrek 2. And I won't apologize for that.
0: (laughs) I don't I don't think that you should. Nobody is asking you to. Who here Who here is asking you to Who here in my closet
1: the Charmin Ultra Bear? staring at me with judgment we keep our toilet paper oh my god
0: oh my god i saw a meme the other day that was like like nobody like absolutely nobody and then like the Charmin ultra bears and it was like we just love wiping our ass
1: (laughs) y'all want to talk about shit (laughs) oh we don't have a script guys Okay, so speaking of, should we just go into our prompt? Are you good with the one we kicked around earlier?
0: Yes, yes, let's it's do it. It's a
1: TikTok trend, so, like, I'm so sorry in advance for that, everyone. But it's the, what conspiracy theory do you 100% believe in, but there's no factual evidence to back it up? Do you want to open okay. this, or do you want me to open this one?
0: I think you should open it. Okay. Because I'm, I'm still thinking.
1: Mine, I have a lot but one I've been sort of noodling on about lately, it's kind of multi-layered. First is if you think about it, when scientists or people write about things they discover today, they're pretty much just documenting what they're seeing in Mm -hmm. real life. But you go back to the Egyptians and it's like, oh, well, everything they wrote was like layered with meaning and like, had all these deeper contexts to it, and it's like, why? Why could they not just be writing down what they're seeing? So when you see a lot of, like, hieroglyphs or cave art or anything like that that has UFOs in it, or, you know, spooky alien-type beings, how do we know that they weren't just writing down, like, documenting what they were seeing? And sure, there's, like, I guess you can think of it like they don't have... They potentially didn't have, like, the scientific insight that we do today to understand certain things going on around them. But like, that doesn't mean them writing or drawing pictures would then be sort of like artistically interpreting what they're seeing. Like you would think it would Mm -hmm. stand to reason that they would still just be documenting what they were looking at in nature. So like I heard that and I was like, Oh, so I mean that makes sense. So like maybe we should start looking at a lot of these, you know, older like artwork like that under a different lens of like literal interpreting it Mm -hmm. um and then going further like the step past that is so written history is only a couple thousand years old but humans have been around for like way longer than that so my Mm -hmm. favorite conspiracy is that there's been a full civilization of like advanced humanoid beings that have risen and fallen Mm -hmm. before you know modern history keeping techniques were ever around to document
0: yeah i mean that's the whole thing behind the atlanteans
1: yeah a hundred percent yeah and it's like they we we
0: talked about this in our very first episode. exactly
1: don't call it a callback but it's like stuff like that where like maybe they wiped each other out there was wars, so there's not a lot of evidence left like structurally or like invention or like you know different things of their culture like none of that would have been left because it was wiped out or maybe there was like a cataclysm event like okay yeah this is basically just talking about atlantis but like <laughs> like we <laughs> like it's crazy to think that like the earth is so old like there could have been right. so much here before anyone I mean, in like I'm, modern society even... would have picked up on it yeah go ahead
0: i'm even thinking of the romans like Like, their society is, like, is one that we have based a lot of our technology and, like, just societal norms, like, based off of. And, I mean, they fell.
1: Do you want to hear something bananas? What? Cleopatra, Queen queen of Egypt. Yeah. Lived closer to the invention of Snapchat than she did to the construction of the Great Pyramids of Giza. What? Yes. That's how old the pyramids are.
0: That's so crazy, that, isn't it? That that like I'm I'm gonna have to sit with that for a second.
1: I heard that on a Tik again, very TikTok focused episode. I heard that on a TikTok, but I think that's true. I'm not gonna fact check it.
0: <laughs> no, I mean when it, it's it's really difficult to wrap your head around how old the pyramids are, and I mean it's also like we're still trying to figure out how they built the pyramids with the technology that they had. Um, like, I mean, actually, no, we know how they did it. It was on the backs of millions of slaves. Um,
1: actually, there is no archaeological or historical evidence to support that. Really? In fact, from what they, we've been able to find, Egyptians were, you know, meticulous record keepers. The only evidence that we have towards the constructions of the pyramids was like, they were like paid workers, like really well-paid workers. Like they were supplied to do the work and all that. And it took a lot of like craftsmen and engineers, uh, I don't know, engineer equivalent back then to Mm -hmm. construct them. And there's like, there's also, there's no archeological evidence to support that the Jews did a mass exodus to Egypt and were, forced into slavery there there's no evidence to support that
0: so you mean the bible isn't 100 true is that what you're saying
1: controversial i know but the bible is not 100 true
0: interesting huh
1: not saying it didn't happen but there's no archaeological or historically documented evidence that supports any of that
0: wow other than the bible i i i genuinely did not know that because I. Had always heard that the pyramids were built on the backs of slaves. Um,
1: I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that probably didn't happen or like that didn't happen. Yeah. But from what we know or from what we've collected, it it looks more like it was like a large public's work effort where they were all like fed and housed and everything like paid and everything like that.
0: Wow. Well, that makes me feel a little better. Yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, along those same lines, um, something that I've been looking a little bit more into is, again, this is like a YouTube video that I saw where it was arguments for how like ancient civilizations, so like the Egyptians, um, had contact, potentially had contact with extraterrestrial beings is a lot more plausible than modern day societies having contact with extraterrestrial beings.
1: Ooh, tell me more. Love this.
0: Yeah, so like like you were saying about how, you know, the the you know, the language was not as sophisticated as it is now. However, hieroglyphics are very sophisticated. I mean, uh, you know, looking at the Rosetta Stone is also very sophisticated. Um, but I I read somewhere um and I I can't for the life of me remember like the source that it was from, but um, like Ryan was talking about of how the hieroglyphics and the, and the cave drawings of these things coming out of the sky and of these other world beings and, you know, these stories of, um, you know, gods coming down from the sky and helping with technology um, and, you know, beings from another world. Because you're right. Other civilizations only wrote what they saw. Um, kind of similar to how we are now but we have a process that we go through when we write and that there are so many more actual documented cases obviously they don't have like digital photography or whatever of like these extraterrestrial or like god beings coming down and visiting them Mm -hmm. um and you know my 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 dad who he's big fan of the show he he and i were chatting about alien technology and all that stuff. And he made the really good point that it's very possible because he was in the military. Um, You know, my family's a big military family that he doesn't disbelieve in the presence of aliens. However, it's a lot more likely that some of the technology that we get photos of and that we see in like the alien sightings are like experimental military technology that other people are perceiving as alien technology and it could be trying to model after alien technology. So there's like a little piece of it. That's like reverse engineering. Mm-hmm. So like either like records of alien crafts or, or actual like having the pieces of it. So like that story of like, what is it? Hangar 14, hangar 17, one of the numbers in right pat, like Wright pat air force base. Um, and so there's it's a possibility that some of the stuff that we're seeing are experimental military crafts that the public is not allowed to know about um which I thought was an interesting point um I mean the conspiracy theorist in me doesn't want to disbelieve that aliens have not visited like I I believe that Roswell happened like I 100% believe that Roswell was not a weather balloon like I believe that it was an actual alien sighting um
1: I I know we've said this before but like UFO has never meant 100% it's an alien. It just means right. it's an object that, you know, <laughs> unidentified flying object. So, right. you know, I- exactly what you just said. Like, it's it's probably more likely that it's, like, a foreign country or just, like, even, you know, if it's cited in America, like a United States experimental military um, mm-hmm. type of technology. Um, and, like, part of me thinks also... If aliens are, like, these advanced civilizations, they're not going to be dicking around in, like, monitored airspace and getting caught all the time. You know, like...
0: Right. I mean, or there's even the point of everyone's like, well, why do we always hear reports of aliens coming down in New Mexico where there's no buildings? Why aren't we seeing sightings in New York City? And I sat and I really thought about it and I'm like, okay, so if aliens actually did visit ancient civilizations, they didn't have skyscrapers. They didn't have like all these lights, like the, all of the distractions that we have now in our bigger cities. So of course, if extraterrestrials are going to come to the, like are going to come to the world, they're going to go to the places that they visited the last time. So like, places that they remember or that they've like or in their record books or whatever that like they're not going to go to New York City they're going to go to New Mexico or Arizona or out in the desert somewhere because that's where other civilizations were like in ancient times
1: or I think it could even be more like I know us as humans are very accepting and loving of each other um Mm -hmm. yeah hundred percent but maybe they're not landing or visiting cities because they know they'll get seen and like people will freak out so they're going to like new mexico in like more remote areas where no one is and therefore no one's gonna like catch them or it's like less likely that they're gonna get spotted
0: right because everyone's like oh well if aliens exist why hasn't one like come down and like shaken the president's hand like you really think that that would go over well like really right like there's there's a reason why our government keeps secrets from us. Um, and we're going to talk about a big secret that a group of people believe that the government is keeping from us next week. But. Um,
1: oh, yeah. I forgot what we were talking about yeah. next week. I'm like, news you had to sit and think. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, I mean, like. If other civilization, if other, you know, people from other planets know half of what humans have done to each other. Why on earth, or in the universe, Pun do you intended, believe why on that earth? they would? <laughs> right, right. Why on earth huh. would they just like knock on our front door? Like, yeah. I mean, we have guns. Like, no.
1: <laughs> well, even like, if they are like, I, I, if aliens had weapons and they're super advanced, like if they have interdimensional space travel, like they probably have weapons that could blow up our planet pretty easily. They're, it, I think they're more just like, you know what, I want to avoid the mess. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I don't want to deal All with the, the controversy. <laughs> like I, I, I was, I was, I was, I'm rewatching the Marvel movies because I, I watched Black Widow, which fantastic okay. movie. I haven't seen it. Oh yet. my god, what's her name? Florence? Is it Pew? Pew. Yeah. Is that Pew? She's the best in that movie. Like she's better than Scarlett Johansson in that movie. She's fantastic. I heard it's
1: a movie about Black Widow that is really about her sister or whatever that character is.
0: And like the sister banter, it, it's it's the it, it's the best part of the movie. And like Scarlett Johansson can be a little bit too like brooding for me. Um and Scar- I mean, that the Black Widow character is like that that's kind of her character, but yeah. I love the sister, she's awesome. Um, but I was thinking, I was like, they there was a joke in the movie about like, you know, the the man that comes from space, which is Thor. And I'm like, can you imagine the paperwork and like the stuff that had to happen when, like, a dude just like fell from the sky, like, what?
1: Trying to make it go away. Men in black. Here we like, go.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but so shifting a little bit away from aliens, I want to talk about the conspiracy theory that, like, I've been like ruminating on. Um, so I recently went to Dallas, and um, I have been like obsessing about the JFK assassination. I I haven't done, like, as deep of a dive into it as I want to. I have some books ready for, like, some, like, beach reads because I don't read normal beach reads. I read, like, horror or, like, science fiction. Um, And in this case, I have some, um like, some nonfiction books about the JFK assassination.
1: I think you've infected my social media algorithms because I get so much stuff now that's, like... Yeah, JFK's head, it just exploded and the government didn't want you to figure out that that's how it happened. So they covered it up to make it look like a shooting, like just these total off the wall JFK assassination theories.
0: So I'm not educated enough on the subject to make like a firm stance on what I believe. However, I am leaning a little bit more towards that Lee Harvey Oswald did not act alone and that he did not act on his own fruition. Um, I think that from what I understand, there is enough evidence to suggest that first of all, the magic bullet, I'm sorry, I don't believe in the magic bullet. I don't think that one bullet killed our president. like, like with the the injuries that he sustained and the amount of like blood and gore that was everywhere, like it's just it's not I don't think that's very plausible. Um, now, Ryan had talked about how a secret service member in the car shot JFK um.
1: Did I talk about that? I think I sent you a TikTok. A, a little bit,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like it. Like there was like so. I I don't necessarily believe that Lee Harvey Oswald was acting on his own free will. I think that there was somebody else involved. Whether it's you know the mafia, whether it's the Russian government, or you know the Soviets, whatever it is, I have to educate myself more. However, I don't think that um what the CIA and the government has told us about. What happened to him is what is what is true. Um, you know, heck, for all I know, the CIA had something to do with it and the CIA had a hand in killing him. Um, because JFK was kind of radical, like he, he had, he was beloved by the people. He, um, you know, he really wasn't, wasn't he like not really a fan of us being in war? Um, so I mean, right? Is that true?
1: It's one of those things where I, There's so much controversy around it. It's just, like, I want to dive into it, but it's, like, there's so much material to get through. So I'm, like, in the same boat as
0: you. It's, like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. But from, just from what I know about that day, like, that day in our history when he was shot, I don't think that it was one bullet that did it. And I don't think that Lee Harvey Oswald woke up one day and was, like, I'm going to assassinate our president. Um, but I actually just recently read a book, um, that my mom suggested that I read, um, because my mom has been getting a little bit into like the political conspiracy world. And I know, and, um, and she suggested a book to me that's about, um, the, it's like, it's called like the president's Avenger. It's about Jack Ruby, who is the guy who assassinated Lee Harvey Oswald and it was a really interesting book about like his motive behind like why Jack Ruby would do it which like there's there's a ton of motive as to why you would assassinate the person who assassinated the president but there's also a point of it where when they looked into the life of Jack Ruby after he after he killed Lee Harvey Oswald he did not make any preparations for like life after this this murder like like and there was one point that was made in the book where it was like, um, Jack Ruby had this beloved dog. Like he loved his dog so much, and he did not make any plans for who is going to take care of the dog. Like if the dog was going to live somewhere else. Um, like just things that didn't make sense. For if you know, I know that this is the day that I'm going to murder somebody in front of a whole bunch of people. Um, and so what like what this book theorized is that. Jack Ruby was notably um very infatuated with Jackie Onassis or Jackie Kennedy, the the first lady, and he, you know, was out one day and was downtown, and he realized that that was the day that Lee Harvey Oswald was to be transferred out of the out of the jail to prison. Um, and because it's Texas, he had a gun on him, and he just decided to shoot him, like out of rage, like and out of like this feeling of like I want to avenge the death of JFK and the pain that, you know, Jackie Kennedy is dealing with that I'm gonna shoot Lee Harvey Oswald. And I I I hadn't really known much about that. And I, I think it was I think it was a really interesting like thing to look into. Um again, I'll I'll have to I'll have to find the the title of the book and put it in show notes, but um the the JFK assassination has so many layers that I wanna I don't even think that we could do it's it's gonna be like a four a part two-parter. series, yeah. Like I think it could even be more because it. I I think we should talk about Lee Harvey Oswald getting assassinated if we're gonna talk about you know the president getting assassinated because it's all interconnected. Um,
1: well, it's because like there's so many pieces of what happened, like leading up in the day of, and then there's so many pieces of like everything that happened afterwards. So it's just like right all over like, the place.
0: I'm like I'm sorry that picture. Of Lyndon Johnson getting sworn in on Air Force One, and Jackie Kennedy is standing behind him, still with her husband's blood Letty? on her. Yeah, like, like that—that's bonkers to me. That, like, that also, photo is so who haunting. The fuck.
1: What was the thought process? Like, you're gonna make her watch this guy get sworn in? Like, our country, our country needed a president.
0: They, like, but like, why the, did she sure, have to be there?
1: Like, where is the compassion? I
0: I know. Like, I why couldn't they have waited until they were landed? I guess or, it, yeah, it's. I mean, her hus the the president of the United States and her husband was just shot in front of her. She had her blood on him. Like the it. I I don't really understand why that process was so rushed. I I'm wondering if the if the the thought process behind it was, like, as soon as we land, America is going to be in an uproar. Like, it's going to be chaos. Well, you also
1: have to remember, I'm, like, going back on what I just said, but, like, it was the Cold War, so they probably needed someone with authorization to, like, launch nukes at the drop of a hat.
0: Potentially, yeah. I mean, it, it makes it makes sense. It It's just, it, like, for, that photo is just so haunting to me. Yeah. Like, just just something about it and... Um, you know, the, the, the tapes and everything, like the whole, like the grassy knoll theory, which I don't know too much about. I think that's more along the lines of like Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't the one that actually did it, that it was somebody else that was on that like grassy knoll area that actually was the one that shot him. And Lee Harvey Oswald just took the fall for it, which Mm I, I, do think, I do think he was a patsy. I don't, I don't think that he acted autonomously, um, but I will I will give you all an update when I peak when I when I fulfill my interest. I mean, I, I think you could possibly like research this for like for years. Yeah. Um, what was that look that you just, I, gave just me? I got a
1: notification on my phone with someone with the last name Adcock <laughs> added me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> I was like, did I say something wrong? Did I say something funny? Like I'm your not face sure.
1: talking and then like, I'm not going to say his full name, but blah, Adcock wants to connect on LinkedIn? <laughs> so I was like, uh, ah, no. that is my life.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm sure we, I, I know for a fact we have some, some JFK buffs in our audience. If I would love to hear from you all. I, I, like, I, I just, I need to know where to start. That's where like, it is. This like, is, if anyone like, is, like, I an need expert to know... and
1: can, like, break down all the different ones. Because even, like. I feel like within the big um what word am I looking for? Like thought sets of what actually happened that day. There's a bunch of like, oh well maybe this happened and which caused this to happen, or no, maybe it was this way. Like it's like a big family tree, each different conspiracy theory at the top of it. Like it's it's one of those ones I know. that's I so mean- in depth.
0: I don't even necessarily need a book about the conspiracy theories. I just want to know like what happened like <laughs>
1: well you because and a lot there's
0: of people. <laughs> there I know like there there are so many differing accounts though of what happened on that day, and I obviously that feeds into the different conspiracy theories. but this is like I have been very interested in true crime and conspiracies pretty much for the last like ten years of my life. and for some reason, the j f k assassination is one that just always sticks in my mind. um. Because I, you know, we, I hear a lot about how JFK was, he was beloved and he was so great. And, you know, he was the first Catholic president and he was so young and he was cool. And then there's just the added layer of the poor Kennedy family.
1: Yeah.
0: Like their family has dealt like Bobby Kennedy died in a car accident. Um, Did one of them you know, die JF in a Kennedy. plane crash? J.F. Kennedy Jr. died in a a plane crash, which that's another conspiracy theory is that both J.F.K. and J.F.K. Jr. are both still alive. Oh, Um, yeah, because one of them
1: was going to be Trump's vice president or something like that.
0: Right. Yeah, because I I saw like I I saw TikTok and actually Ryan sent me this TikTok today. That was this lady who was talking about how she saw like a Trump J.F.K. Jr. 2021 flag, which like... uh, I, I don't even I don't even know where to start with my questions, But there is this running theme along the same lines of like Jeffrey Epstein and Juice World, which the Juice World one is actually really interesting. Um, my brother was telling me all about it. Um, that there are there are figures in history that, you know, have died that are actually not dead. So like all the theories about Tupac still being alive.
1: Michael Jackson, um, the, he's another one.
0: Michael Jackson, the theory that, you know, that Jeffrey Epstein is not actually dead. Um, I'm pretty
1: you know, sure Epstein's dead. I think he was murdered, but I,
0: think I Yeah, sup, I mean, sup, well, you know, speaking of conspiracies that we can't prove, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself.
1: Yeah. Like, That's a whole, I don't know. We're like previewing a bunch of episodes that we want to do. I
0: know. <laughs> I know. Like we I, like I have a hard time like talking about this and just not like going into like a full episode. Like I mean, spoiler, we were talking about the fire festival earlier and like nothing will get me more angry than talking about Billy McFarland and the fucking fire festival. Like nothing will get me more angry. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, it's I I love I love conspiracy theories. I love them to a healthy extent. Like I'm not like <laughs> like like. Sorry, I'm I'm not a QAnon. We are recording I, I'm this not, from like... the
1: mental hospital though. So <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah. So just just so you all know, no. Um, I think I think conspiracy theories are a really interesting phenomena. I think, um, people really take comfort in like wildly speculating when something crazy happens, like the president getting assassinated, like it's boring to believe that this one person did it. I'm sorry. It yeah. is like, it's more fun to think about like, Oh, the CIA was like, uh, we don't like him anymore. Um, But let it, let us know your conspiracy theories that you believe are true with no evidence. Um, <laughs> And, and we'd, we'd love to talk about it. And if there is, if there are other questions that you want us to discuss, where we're hoping if you guys like it to make these mini, shows a more, a more regular thing. It's, it's just kind of fun to just kind of sit and, Talk about stuff that's been on our mind, especially what has to do with the pod. Um, I don't know.
1: I hope you had fun. Have I had fun? fun. Oh, my headphones just died. Uh, yes, I did have fun. I, this, uh, you know, no script, just off the cuff. I like this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let us know if you all want to hear more of this, and if not, we might still do it. But you know, we'll we'll listen. <laughs>
1: We could space them out. This is not gonna be like a regular thing. It's just like every once in a no. while a little a little chat, a little catch up. A little yeah, get I mean, to know it, the inner workings of our minds.
0: Right, right. And as you guys get to know us and get to know how our brains work, we hope we hope that this is fun. Um, but as always, um please stop it. Please <laughs> please, uh, please keep following us on social media, keep sharing our stuff with your friends, family, um, you know, people on the street. Whatever whatever it is that you do in your day. Um, we've we've loved all the support and love from from our people in our lives. It's been awesome. Um, and you can find us on social media at what, Ryan?
1: Uh, the Instagram is at Creepology Podcast, the Twitter is at Creepology Pod, and the email, you are welcome to email us, is creepologypodcast at gmail.com. And these are all also linked in the show notes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we hope you all keep listening, and and we hope you all keep sending us feedback. And from all of us here, we hope that you have the day that you deserve.
1: Have the day you deserve.